All right, here we go. The seventh parak of Shkalim, second to last parak. Um, this parak is going to be two blot long, a two daf long parak. We'll finish it on Chaf Aleph, and then the final parak, parak Shmini, is finishes off the Masechta. It's a little over a blot. And um, today's daf Yud Tes, page nineteen, Shabbos is Chaf. We'll do that Matish Shabbos in Hashem. And Monday we finish the Masechta. Tuesday, we start Mesechus Yuma, Mitzvah All right, here we go. Says the new Perak. And just an interesting thing to notice, as we've been going through Shkalim, a little bit different than we found in, in uh, Babli, the new Prakim are not really new discussions. It seems like there's like a little bit of a shift in the discussion, but it's not really a, a change or a break. And that's what's going to happen here as well. We finished off the last parak cons- uh, discussing the 13 boxes that have the various treasuries and, and how they separated the monies and, and what was listed on them. Now we're going to discuss what happens if you find money outside of a box. If the money's inside the box or the box is labeled. So you know exactly what the money's meant for. However, if there's money outside of the boxes, what do we do? Zakta Mishnah. All right. If you find money in between the shekel box and the on the dava box. All right. So we know there's right. We as we said, there's shkolim chadatin, shkolim atikin, nedavas, oilas, all these different names. If you find money in between the shekel box and a oila and a nedava box. If it's closer to the word shkolim, so it's going to go into the shkolim pushka. And then the yiflu nedava. Closer to the dava, you put into the nedava pushka. Interesting, right? That you know what happens. A lot of shuls have multiple pushkas. One pushka says bedekabayis for the upkeep of the shul. Other, t- another pushka says aniyeircha, right? The poor people of your city. Another one might say. Um, um, Kailu, right? The local Kailu, or Kailu Nerdsrol, Mayor Balanes. So if you find money outside of the Pushkas, which Pushka do you put the money into? So, so far in our mission, you see whichever one it's closest to, that's the one you assume it fell out of. If let's say it was equal, then it goes to Nedava. Why? Because a Nedava is a Ayla. And uh, that's more specific than the shekel one. So we're, we're kind of like being machmir over here, that the money has to go to the higher element of Kedusha. If the money is found between the wood box and the Levina box, if it's closer to the wood, it goes to wood, Levina, same thing. Okay, why? Because Levina is more machmir, the same way as the same way Ayla is more machmir. What's the nafkamina? Why is a levina more machmir than wood? Because wood is used for every offering, for every carbon. Levina is more specific. Okay? And therefore, we're narrowing it down to one thing that it, that it can be used for. If it, the money's found between the birds, uh, the, yeah, the, the kinim, the bird box, and the geizlei ayla, and the turtle doves that are meant to be eilas, so then, 
That's consistent, right? If it's ever closer to one box, then go into that box. Because that's more strict. Again, it's used for carbon oilus. Okay, very good. Pretty clear. Straightforward. All right, so what happens when you have money outside of, uh, outside of the boxes? You just view whichever box it's similar, whichever one it's closest to. You assume it came from that box. If it's mamish equidistant, fifty percent, then between each one, you always use it for the more chamor dik pushka. Okay. Bein chul in the meiser What happens if I find money in between chul and money, and meiser sheni money, right in my own house? In my own house, I've got money set aside. I redeemed meiser sheni kedusha onto uh, you know from the from the food onto the money. I'm going to take this money to life. So I got my Meister Shaney cup, and I have my regular, uh, my regular money cup. And now I find the coin in between the cups. Which one do you use it for? So the Gemara says, so the Zakta Mishnah, also, same, same thing, right? If it's closer, it goes to that one. However, 50-50, we are Machmir Zeh here's the rule, Hochen Achar HaKarib Lehakel, if it's closer to one cup, even if that cup is more lenient, is more makel, we'll still put it into that cup. However, if it's ever 50-50, then we're going to be machmer. All right, Gavaldik. Says the Gemara Azai. Zokta Gemara. Let me tell you, says the Gemara. The Misha did not need to tell me about Shkalim and Kenim because we would have been able to learn it out from the other cases because it's less of a Chiddush. And for the Gemara, Rabbi Oven B'Shem Rafinchos Kamin Bukhlayer, Hayu Asuyim. Rabbi Vo says, B'Shem Rabbi Pinchas, that we're dealing with a Bukhlayer, that we're dealing with a circle. And when you have a circle, so then things are equidistant from each other. And um, it's very hard to say that the money's closer to wo- to one more than the other. Right? As we say, uh, right? What happens? So you have the Shechina, Mamish, in the center, and all the Tzadikim are standing around equidistant from HaKadosh Baruch So too, over here, when something is, uh, it, when the, when the, Boxes are put in a uh, in a circular shape, so um, sometimes you'll find something that's taka a little closer, and you could say, "Oh, maybe you know that's really the location." Um, and it's because of this that the Mishnah wants to add on its chiddush, and therefore we're mentioning the shkalim and the birds. Says the Mishnah, if you find it equidistant, 50-50. So then they we're using it for the more strict Nedava Eilis. Says the Gemara Frektikasha. All we needed to say is that when it's Mechza, Umechza, Yiflu Lishkalim. That's all you need to say in the Mishnah. And because Lishkalim is the most makel situation over here. Okay? I'm sorry. Just the opposite. Shkalim, the Mechza Shekel, was used for the communal carbonus, and therefore... Um, the 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 tiklin chadatin the newer shkolim is the most machmir one, and all we need to do is give a 
general statement, which is, by the way, you should know, if there's ever money that's outside of a pushka and it's close to Shkalim, it's always going to go to Shkalim. Why not just give that general rule, make it part of the Zeha Kalal? The Gemara answers because because some are going to say that that uh, money that falls to the Shiare Halishka actually is more machmir than the Tiklin Chadatin. And there are also some who say that you view a coin that's 50 50 mamish like a mace, meaning when somebody sets aside his machzis shekel and then passes away. What do we do with that money? So we learned that money goes Lenadava. That money goes to the um, the Nadavas of the Tzibor. And where do you find that when somebody dies, we use his money for the Nadavas of the Tzibor? Amar of Yasa ad da'ano tamon. Rav Yasa says, when I was in Bava, Shamat Koyl Rav Yehuda, I heard the voice of Rav Yehuda, Sho'al Shmuel, who was asking Shmuel, if let's say somebody sets aside his machzah shekel and then kicks the bucket, what's the halacha? What do you do with the money? He said, it's going to go to the karbonais nedava. So you see that, listen, you got to be the most machmir, right? If, you guy, if a guy passes away with his half shekel, now we're using for nedava. So I would think that, that nedava is more strict than the shkalim. And, there are, and the, there are those that have that opinion, and therefore we're not giving this broader rule of, by the way, whenever you have shkalim, it's automatically going to go into the shkalim pushka. We don't find there's a consensus on that. Asir is ha'efa shalait. Says the Gemara, the extra asir is ha'efa. So, Rabbi Yechon and Amar, Yelichem Yamamelech. The extra... Uh, the extra uh, flower, Rabbi Yechanan says, goes to the Yam HaMelech. It can't be used for anything else. All right? It can't be used for anything else. And this is talking about not the flower itself, but the money that was used from the Kedusha of the flower. Rabbi Lazar, Amar Rabbi Lazar says, it does fall again. This is consistent with the previous Psak. That there are there are opinions that Yifulinadava is the most machmir way to go, and that will be the default location for the uh, for the coins. Okay, period. Let's discuss the next halacha of the Mishnah. The next halacha of the Mishnah said that when um, we said that the kashya v'yeshchatas kreva oila, when you have the the uh, turtle doves that are meant to be in Ayla and the Kinim, right, when you bring a pair of birds, the Chatas and the Ayla, we said they automatically go to the Ayla turtle doves. So Gemara asks, Vakasha v'yeish Chatas kreva Ayla, but we're going to have a question on this, because are you ever going to have a Chatas that turns into an Ayla? What happened by the pairs of birds is the following. One bird was a Chatas, one bird was a Ayla. If we're now unsure which Kedusha goes where, and we're automatically going to say that it falls besuffic, out of doubt, into the Eula box, it's going to come out that something that was originally set aside as a Chatas, because we know one of them was a Chatas, is now turning into a Eula. And the Gemara is questioning, is such a thing possible? 
do we ever find that a chattis could turn into an ayla? Chizki of B'Shem Rav Shem and Lakish says, Chizki says the name of Rish Lakish, Tanoi Bezdin, Hu Alamaisar, Shekriv Loyalis. You're right, usually a chattis cannot turn into an ayla, but over here we have a Tanoi Bezdin. That if, if uh, since there's a Tanoi Bezdin, that anything left over ends up being an ayla, so too over here when we're Besafik, you already have like, we're already Betairas, we're already in the league. This chattis is already like, it has this Tanoi Bezdin. So that if we're ever besuffic, ever in doubt, we can throw it into the Isla box because it is uh, it, it is in the same league. Well, if we're going to turn both of these birds or the value into a complete Isla, so this woman who was supposed to bring a chatas and an Isla, how is she going to be atoned? There's no chatas that's ending up for her if all the money is ending up with uh, in the... In the uh, Turtle dove Isla basket. No chattas will be brought. Amr Bishak Tanai Bezinu again Bishai Bezan. I'm a sapik is a kidnu misapik as sideless. That when a person, the the ones who are setting aside the birds, they are also using them for the replacements. And Mamela, what the Gemara is answering is as follows: that usually somebody who has to bring a bird chattas and an isla chattas is going to show up with their money and purchase the two birds. Okay, now they walk away. The kahanim are responsible for ensuring that it gets done. Right, you're the boss, so to speak. The one bringing these birds is the boss. You have bought, you have employees. You say this is your job. Go get the job done. I I expect the job to be done. So I show up to the base of mikdash. I need a bird chatas, a bird ayla, and I expect the kahanim to get the job done. What you see over here is if the money gets, uh, if we're mesupik now about where that money went. Or we're Mesopic where the birds are. So there's a Tanai Bezdin. There's a Tanai Bezdin that if these things ever happen, we're going to ensure that by default, we'll also, you'll also end up with your Chatos and end up with your Ayla. Okay? So anything that happens after these Aylas are brought, the, few, the, the future Chatos will also be hers. So, all right, new. So what's going to happen? In other words, practically speaking, just to make this simple, to simplify the matter, practically speaking, you're right. The money's both going to go into an Isla box, but it's fine. Ah, you want to know where this woman's getting her atonement from? Where's her chattas? It'll be the next one that's brought. The next chattas that's brought is going to go to her. That's the Tanai Bezin that everybody uh, establishes around the around the pairs of birds. Says the Gemara, like Sarcha, the Mishnah did not need to teach me about the Ayla, the Eitzim, the Lavaina, and the Kapiris. The Gemara is asking a very classic Gemara Kasha. And that is, once you give me one example of a Suffolk to go Lechumra, you don't need to give me every example. You don't need to keep listing. The Mishnah seems to be redundant. Right? Look back at our Mishnah. A Mishnah says, oh, you find money in between the Shkomel and the Dava. If it's 50-50, then you go to the Machmer. If it's closer, you go to the Koshua. And if you says, just say one example, and I'll know. If it's ever closer to one basket, you always go there. Otherwise, you're Machmer. You don't got to go through the entire list. Then for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, that's why we wrote at the end, Zahaklal, yeah, that we wanted to give a few examples, but we didn't give every example because ultimately we fit it into 
the ultimately we fit it into the Zehakal. Okay, so we could sit here and ask Nus, why'd you give any examples? Uh, for whatever reason, the Mishnah wanted to give, you know, uh, three examples of what it is. So why didn't you keep going? Gemara is answering, we'll call it Balabatish. You know, that, uh, that the Maisa, we're covering ourselves with the Zehakal. Okay, Gavaldik. Let's go. Weiter. Next Mishnah. So the last Mishnah was discussing where we don't know, we find the money, but we're not sure which, which basket it's supposed to go into. What about the following case? Any money that you find in front of animal sellers, you have to assume it has Kedushas Meiser Shani. Why? Very simply. Because usually anybody who lived outside Yerushalayim would have a hard time schlepping their stuff. So they would transfer it onto money, take that money to Yerushalayim, and purchase whatever they needed. So if you ever find money in front of an animal dealer, you could assume, you should assume it's from an out-of-towner. Right? You go to Florida nowadays... Unfortunately, we're in Gullus, right? You go to Florida nowadays. Chances are, chances are, everyone you meet is going to be a tourist. Somebody who's not from Florida. And is just, uh, you know, it's just down there for the weather right now. And especially for the past couple months, right? Over Pesach, Fezecher, for sure. Orlando, yeah, for sure. Right? In Eretz Yisrael. So, uh, in Yerushalayim, so everybody was out of towners. Everybody's traveling through Yerushalayim, bringing their, bring their carbonos. If it's money found on the harabayas, then you don't have to assume it's my sashini. You could assume it is chulun. Okay? You could assume that it was, uh, that it was um, a no longer having a status of my sashini because that's not where people would redeem their money. What about in general Yerushalayim? Generally, we'll say it's Chulin. But during Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, where Gans Kla Yisrael is there, then you have to. That's when people would wait to bring their Meiser money to eat to their Meiser Shady Yerushalayim. You have to assume it's Meiser. If you find meat inside the Azara. Now, we don't know if it's from a carbon. Or if it's uh, from uh, Rabbi Yankel who uh, visited the butcher, you know, to get some good meat, Wasserman and Lumberger. Um, uh, if you're from Baltimore or uh, Romanian, yeah? If you're from Chicago. So, you know, he stocked up and then came to the Harabai. Maybe it's Hulan, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, uh, uh, maybe it has Kedusha of a carbon. We don't know. So, Evarim Eilus. The Evarim have the status of Eilus. The Chatiche is Chatas. And the cut up meat has the status of a chatos, because that's not what they would do to the carbon oil. So if it's cut up, at best, it is a carbon chatos. So we're being strict over here. Ubrushalayim, if it's found in general, Yushalayim, Zen, Zivchei, Shlomim, you assume it is a Shlomim no matter what. This seems, whether it's an entire limb, or even if it's cut up. Zev is zev. either way, no matter where you find it, to Ubrushalayim, um, you have to wait for the look of the meat to change the yetze lebeis hasreifa, and then ultimately you take it out to the beis hasreifa. So if it has a shlamim, it doesn't mean that you found meat of a shlamim, therefore you can eat it. No, 
It means that's how you have to handle it. You have to handle it but you're not allowed to eat it. And therefore, what do you do? You wait for it to change its surah like we learned. So while some, the meat is fresh and it hasn't changed, you're not allowed to take it out of its boundaries. Wait for it to move, wait for it to change, and then you will uh, will get will remove it and discard it in the appropriate fashion. Nimsa bigvulin. What happens if you find meat bigvulin? If you find meat outside of Yerushalayim, okay, gvulin literally means the borders. Here it's referring to the borders of Yerushalayim. Evarim nevelois vechatichois mu So if it's a limb, you assume that it's a non-kosher limb. You have to assume that it was uh, that that it's what we call treif, even though that's an inappropriate word, but we use the word treif nowadays to say not kosher. You're not allowed to eat it. And vechatichois mu and the slices of meat are mutares. We assume that they're kosher. Okay. Now the reason for this is usually people are not going to cut up their meat if it's not kosher. If it wasn't a kosher shechita, why are you bothering yourself with the process of slicing it up and cutting into nice, uh, nice pieces? So if it's a limb, an entire limb of an animal, we'll say, listen, it's strafe. Somebody came from an animal. Somebody didn't want it. No, uh, away with it. So you have to assume it's not kosher. But if a person went through the the bother of cutting it up, slicing it up into some good meat. So, um, um, therefore, if I find the slice of meat, you see somebody went to the bother, and I could assume that it is kosher, I'm permitted to eat it. Last halacha of the Mishnah, top of Amud Beis, Ubeshas HaRegel, and around the Pesach Shavu Asukas, the Shalish Regalim, Shehavasar Meruva, where there's meat everywhere. So when there's a lot of meat, when there's a lot of meat, people aren't spending the time to cut it up into smaller pieces. You sell it in bulk. So then, even the larger limbs, you could assume are mutter. Because there's so much being cut up. Majority of the meat out there, even the limbs are going to have come from kosher animals, been shechted in a proper way, and you're permitted to follow the rife. Okay, very, uh, very Gishmaka Mishnah. Okay, so let's give ourselves a quick overview of what we learned outside. If you find money in, uh, if you find money in Jerusalem, if you find it by the animal sellers, uh, then you have to assume it's by Sashani, people who brought it. If you found it in on the Harabayas, then it's considered Chulin. If you find it in the general area of Jerusalem where there's no seller there and you're not on the Harabayas, it depends what time of year. If it's by the Ilya Regalim, then you've got to assume that people are bringing their miser money, you need to be strict. Then we're dealing with coins. Otherwise, you could be lenient. Then we discussed if you find meat, how do you handle the meat as far as Kedusha when it's found in the Beis Hamikdash? And then the Mishnah taught us how you handle meat outside of Yerushalayim when you find it, general halacha. Um, and again, in all these situations, we're following Raiv. We're following the majority, or let us assume, you're allowed to assume however most people would be handling this, either that's what allows us to determine whether it's chulin, hektish, kosher, non-kosher. Okay, very good. Zokt the Gemara. The Mishnah did not have to say anything other than if you find it on the Harabayas, it is Kaidesh. Asks the Gemara, why in the world when you find money on the Harabayas did we say it's chulin? Why would... 
on the Harabayas, everything is Kaddish. Why is money on the Harabayas? Again, what do we learn in the Mishnah? If it's in front of the animal seller, it's Miser. On the Harabayas, Chulin. Why? Answers the Gemara, Rabbi Ba, Rabbi Chia, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Ba, quotes of Chia, who was quoting Rabbi Yechanan, Chazaka she'ein akayin maitzi min alishka ma'is ad shehu mechalon al ha'behimra. The Kahanim are very, very careful. And therefore, they're not going to move the money out of the lishka, out of the treasury, until the money was, was, uh, Kedusha was removed from the money onto an animal. And therefore, like this, Answers Rabbi Ba, quoting Rav Chia, quoting Rabbi Yechanan, if you find money in the Harabayas, it's Hulin. You know why? Because the treasury in the base Hamikdash is established in that location. So anytime you find money there, anytime you find money in the base Hamikdash, you're going to assume that it came from the treasury. And if it came from the treasury, Kahanam are ultra careful that no money that has Kedusha leaves the treasury. They always make sure as soon as it leaves, that, that Kedusha is removed onto an animal. And that's why, if you find money on the Harabais, the money's full. Okay, very good. Next part of the mission. Bosor Okay, if you find meat in the Beis HaMikdash. So we said that in the Beis HaMikdash, so if it's cut up, looks like it could be eaten, that's a chatas. If it's still an entire limb, that's going to be in Ayla, says the Gemara says the Gemara says the name of If a person has Hesachadas, removes his mind from his carbon, okay, so um, you're not allowed to eat the meat anymore, but you have to wait for the Tzura to change. Like we learned, you have to, before it's, it's disposed of in the whatever appropriate fashion is needed. You need to wait for the tzura to change. And the mission taught us this explicitly. First it needs to change, and then it's brought to the base of Now why? Why do I need to wait for the tzura of the meat to change before taking it to be burnt? So Amr Aviyasi, the Yo'o, Sabriyasi says, I'll explain to you why. It's true this is the halacha, because you're not allowed to eat it because since you removed your mind from it, perhaps there's already a little bit of a change to the meat, but you're not going to have noticed that, and therefore it may be invalid already now. But you have to see it throughout in order to know that. Therefore, you've got to say that wait till its, uh, wait till it's uh, look changes because you don't know. Since there's a, there's a chash, there's a chance, right? Since there's a chance, it can't eat it. But we don't know for sure. So you also can't burn it. So you got to wait for it to surely change, and then you take it, you take it out to burn. Period. End of that explanation of the Mishnah. Next part of the Mishnah. If you find meat in the gvul, outside the borders of Yerushalayim. Zokt the Gemara. Rabbi Krispa b'shem Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Krispa says in the name of Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Chanina. Evarim nevela is like in aleim mishum nevela. When you have an entire limb, we assume it's a nevela, and we'll give somebody malchus for eating it. Masnisa amrakein, and we have we find this in our Mishnah. How do you see this in a Mishnah? This is the halacha. 
Armisha says that an entire limb outside Yerushalayim, you have to assume it's not kosher. If it's cut up, somebody went through the bother of butchering it, then you could assume it is kosher. Now, what does it mean, Chatichas Mutari? Does that mean that it's mutter? You'd assume, yeah. Mutter means you can mamish eat it. And therefore, if mutter means you can mamish eat this cut up piece of meat, so when we say Evarim Nevelos, that means we mamish consider the entire limb to be a Nevela, like an Alayamisham Nevela. And therefore, if somebody eats, from that limb, we're not going to say, oh, it wasn't really usher, maybe it really was kosher. No. We consider it like an avela in the same way somebody gets malchus. For eating an avela, a person will get malchus for eating this limb. Rav Krispa B'Shem Rebbeis Rebbe also says the name of Rebbeis Rebbe Chanina, If you found entire limbs that are machroizais, okay? Now, machroizais means tied together on a string. Right? Where else do we find this? I'm sure in more places, but the first place that jumps out is in Elul Metzias. Right? If a person finds machroizais shaldogim, a person finds strings of fish, the halacha is it's not considered a simon. It's not considered a sign because fishermen would usually string their fish together when they would carry it back, unless there was an unusual number that's on the string the Gemara there explains there above Metzias. So over here, what they would do is as follows. When they would after they would cut up the meat, how would they, and the limbs, here we're talking particularly about limbs, how would they schlep it from one place to the next over their shoulder? The smartest way to carry it over the shoulder is as follows. They would have all the limbs. They would take a string, put it through the limbs, tie a knot at each end. The limbs can't fall off. And then I would schlep. Why is somebody going to go through the bother of stringing limbs if he can't sell them anyway because they're not kosher? So if you find limbs outside Yerushalayim, we've been saying it's an Avela. What Rav Krispa is quoting Rav Yaisi, Rabbi Hanina, to say is, if the limbs happen to be strong on a string, that's also considered like somebody went through the bother to deal with this meat, and you could assume it's kosher. You're allowed to eat these limbs now. If you have nine stores in the city, Nine of them are not kosher. The Achas Mecheres Besar Shchuta. And the tenth butcher in town is a kosher butcher. Nishalfulai Chayshish. And then he mixed up the meat. A person got bought a meat from a trefa store and bought meat from a kosher store. And now it's not labeled. I'm not sure which meat I got from which store. The halacha is... If it got switched, he needs to be suspicious of himself. Okay? Um, and uh, you're not allowed to eat the meat. However, if somebody is walking through that town and finds meat on the side, the first case is somebody bought meat, walked out of the stores, and now I'm not sure which store, which store I bought from. If I'm walking into town, there's nine not kosher butchers and one kosher butcher, and I, there's a piece of meat on the floor... Then, then you follow the right, you follow the majority. Okay? And therefore, um, there's going to be a chiyuv, says the, the carbon Eda explains over here, there's going to be a chiyuv of Malchus. Okay? 
Now, interestingly, in the first case, there's no... It, here's the difference. Either way, you can't eat it. But when you bought it, it's just an assumption. You have to assume that it might be an Avela. What if the guy eats it? There's, again, there's nine not-kosher stores, one kosher store. I buy meat from a non-kosher store and a kosher store, and now I'm not sure which one. So I'm not allowed to eat it. I have to assume that it's from the, the non-kosher store. But what if I did eat it? The luck is I'm not Chayev Malkus. It's an assumption. You don't get Malkus on assumption. But if I find it on the floor, I didn't buy it. If I find it on the floor, then there's a right. If a person eats it, where the person going to get Malkus. What about the opposite way? What if you have nine kosher stores? And one non-kosher store. All right? Lakewood. Or we should start with Yerushalayim. Yeah? And also Lakewood. Yeah? You walk by stores, they're going to be kosher stores. You walk down the street, right? If he mixes up, you got to be concerned. Even that one store that wasn't kosher. You're not going to get malchus. If you find it, uh, you follow the rav, and um, you're even allowed to eat the meat. Okay? Says the Gemara, The person finds meat in the hands of a non-Jew. It's like you, find, it's like you found it uh, laying out in the middle of the town square, in the plaza, the town plaza. Okay? And if you find it in the town plaza, we said it depends on which stores are the majority. If it's ten, if it's nine non-kosher stores, one kosher store, then the majority is not kosher. You're gonna get malchus and vice versa. Okay. Rabbi Lazar Bey Rabbi Chagai Yava Misbach Rabbi Mono. We're gonna end off the daf with a couple of mices, a couple of stories. Here we go. Zok to the Gemara, and this is going to lead us on to tomorrow's daf. Until we, there's going to be stories until we get to the next mission. All right. Rabbi Lazar Ben Rabbi Chagai have a misuk later in Mana. Chamo lechad armoi. He saw an Arami mikata min susei who was cutting up a horse umapik levra and throwing the meat into the street. Amar le Rav Ada. He damar v'yechiron. Um, is this is this the case of Rabbi Yechiron that Animsa biad nachri kanimsa beplatia? That when you find it in the hands of a nachri, it's like you find it in the town square. Amar le kain. Amar he said yeah. Amar kain Amar Rabbi Yisi Rabbi. That is what Rabbi Yisi my Rabbi said. Behein shero I say, and as long as they saw him yitzay mimekulin shel Yisrael going out of a of a shuk. Of a marketplace of Yisrael, okay, that that if he's the only time that you're permitted to eat meat that comes out of the hands of a non-Jew because it's like if you're finding it in town square, that's when you see him walking out of a Jewish store. But in general, if you if you um, in a general situation, you're not going to be allowed to assume that it was kosher. One more Misa. Chad Barnash. There was once a Nash, a human, an individual, but he went and he asked Mizbun to buy Zvina, he went to buy Kupad um, meat, Min Tabacha, from a butcher. Okay? So a guy went, he wanted to buy meat. The butcher didn't have any meat to sell. I want meat for Shabbos. The butcher says, I'm sorry, we are sold out. 
the Tiklin Khantan says, because the butcher didn't like him. Yeah? So when you don't like somebody, you make up excuses. There's no more. All right. So this guy from Tsipairi is now angry at the butcher. And he said to a Roman, he's pulling shtick. He wants to get his meat for Shabbos. So he walks over to a guy. He said, hey, do me a flavor. Go into the butcher's store and buy some meat. And I'll take it from Here's some money. Go in there and buy some meat. I'll sell it to you, you know. So he went back to the seller. This guy from Tsipari goes back to the seller. He says, I got you. Look, I have meat for Shabbos. You, I gave money to the Roman to go in. You thought you were selling it to the Roman. You're really selling it to me. Aha. So I'm going to have meat for my child. Excuse me. The meat that I gave the Roman wasn't kosher. I saw he was not Jewish, so I gave him non-kosher meat. Rabbi Yirmiyah b'shem Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Yirmiyah says name Chanina. Rabbi. They came to Rabbi for a psak. Well, what's the status of this meat? Va'omar, he said, like kula It's not in his control. It's not all his. Mesar mikulin ditzipirin. To say that there's meat that's usher in the marketplace of Tsipairi. Okay? That, in other words, the seller had a kosher butcher shop. When a non Jew walks in, and the assumption is he's not going to trick the non Jew into thinking that, you know, the meat that he gave him is actually kosher when it's really not. And therefore, he says you could assume the meat is taka. Uh, you can assume the meat is taka kosher. Rav Nachman letamon. Rav Nachman went down. Chamson mekilin v'chamar aleim, and he saw the people in Bavel being mekel, so he decided to be machmir. He saw they were being lenient, and he says you need to be strict. That what what's the ma'isa? So chad barnash ozal top of tomorrow's daf. Boim mishizga is kufse migay nahara. Somebody went down and wanted to wash off his meat. By the Nahar, by the river, the Inshisav Azale. And he forgot. <clears throat> and uh, after washing his meat, he got up and left. From the, he left the meat by the river. Chazar, he came back when he realized, Boy, Misbina, and he won't take the meat. But we know that what's the problem? Meat that leaves the eye, right? It's a problem. Rab says, You're not allowed to eat that meat anymore. Dino Omar. He shot off Nara because I, even though the meat's in the same place, you could say that, that maybe the river washed away the meat that you left there. The icy chure dinavela tachtoi and put another piece of meat in your place. All right. So we see over here a situation where Rav was very machmir concerning uh, concerning this meat. We'll pick up from here uh, a, f- a few more meisaloch uh, as we get uh, closer to the next mission. We'll pick up here Bez Hashem. Tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.